Welcome back to our fourth episode of season three of Calling an Audible. Along with my co-host Greg Johnson, I'm Travis Canoria, and, and today we have a special guest, Hunter Plant. What's up, Hunter? Not much, guys. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here talking sports with you guys, so thanks for having me. Oh, well, you pleasure. fit right in on the bill here. I do, yeah. I think so, anyway. So, Trav, you want to talk a little bit about the Badgers? I, will, I know you're a huge fan of those fools. Great win this week. Did you watch it, Greg? I did not because I'm not a Badgers fan. Domination on all ends of the field, defense and offense. You know what I learned the other day is that really? Alex Hornibrook transferred to Florida State. Yeah, and he's trash. And he's not even playing. No, he played. Did he, he play? He though? got benched. He, threw he like I think he threw a pick in like his second drive. But I thought benched. he was really good when he played for the Badgers. That's the thing. I think he's he was a good system quarterback. He benefited from having a good line and a good run game. So they didn't change coaches, Wisconsin, did they? No, no. they still have Paul Christ. So if he has a good system quarterback, why do you end up transferring? I don't think it would have changed in the Oh, uh, because we got the we got this good like four star recruit quarterback. Name okay. Graham Mertz. Is he starting right now? No, but uh, Jack Cohen's starting, and so I, I think he realized that he might have been third string to those two but guys. But he's a starter all of last year, correct? Yeah, but he's not a good quarterback. Like he's just not a good thrower of the football. Like that's what limited us from okay. going getting to the college football playoffs. So that's and, what like, losing to Ohio State. So are you saying Hornibrook him. was a reason why the Gophers won the Axe last year? No, the oh Gophers outplayed us last year. That's what happened there. That wasn't on Hornibrook entirely. See, the thing with the Badgers is last year, I think they had five linemen get drafted oh, to the NFL. Yeah, so, that, that's yeah, a, that the helps. cradle of, uh, like, of offensive well, linemen at Wisconsin. Ramachek drafted by the Saints Ramachek, two years ago? he was drafted two, two years ago, yeah. Two, yeah. For I sure. mean, yeah, Wisconsin produces a lot of good offensive line. I mean, you could basically say that's, oh, you know, offensive line new. You know, yeah. You got LSU, yeah. DBU, you know, you got all these. I mean, Wisconsin produces really good linemen year in, year out. So. And, like, you know what they're going to do, and it's just hard to stop when you have that kind of talent right. running back and offensive line. I mean, I'm taking John, uh, was Jonathan Taylor every day of the week. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's I mean, he's unbelievable. Yeah. He's the best running back in the nation. I mean, he's he runs behind that line, and, I, what, do you have four touchdowns last week or something yeah. or four touchdowns against Kent State two it's weeks unfair. ago? I mean, Wisconsin's really, really, really good. They might be the most complete team in the nation. I mean, over Clemson. Over Alabama, I mean, Both they're, those teams they're really their struggles, good. Yeah, right. I mean, Wisconsin's especially, really good, especially when Georgia just lost to exactly. This yep, exactly. And I mean, what do they have? Four shutouts already to dominate Michigan State, a team who a lot of people thought would go to the college play, football playoff. I mean, that's people really actually impressive. thought Michigan State was going to go. That was yeah, the talk. Was, they could compete for hyped. the Big yeah. Ten East on title. what their defense alone. Yeah, they have really good defense, and plus uh, the improvement of Brian Lorkey, their quarterback. Okay. He struggled yep. a lot last year, yep. but he showed, he showed glimpses of being better last year, too. Well, I'd hope so after another year in the system, but, you know, that's just me. You kind of expect that as an athlete. Yeah. You improve year in and year out. But this week they got Illinois, and then next week sets up the colossal matchup between Ohio State. Hopefully a top-five matchup is in Columbus. Is that in Camp Randall? Or that's is that in, in Columbus, Columbus okay. sadly, but that's going to be a heck of a game. I'm really excited I, for that. I, Trav, I, I hate to say it, but I don't know if anyone's beating Ohio yeah, State. I agree I mean, with you. Justin Fields is unbelievable. He's on a whole level. I, I mean, think he's really, really good. No one's stopping Ohio State. Uh, they're good on both sides of the ball. They mm -hmm. fixed their big play problem on mm -hmm. defense they had last year, so mm -hmm. I think they really figured it out. I mean, I yeah, Ohio no State's really them. good. I think they're the favorite in the Big Ten East. And I, I oh, mean, definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if this is round one out of round two, you know, to play yeah. in the Big Ten championship unless – you know, obviously Minnesota's six and zero right now. When yeah. Ring twenty. Yeah, we'll talk about big that. News. They're big looking news. pretty good too. After their whooping, they put on the heavily hyped Nebraska. Thirty-four to seven, Greg. Let me tell me about that. 
There, what else is there to say? I mean, they did really, really good. And because we all know how Nebraska came in in the season. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. Scott Nebraska Frost, hype. he's going to have yeah. a great year, too. And See, that's weird, too, is why is everyone hyping with Nebraska when they were 5-7 and seven last year, lost their first six games? It just made no sense to Our me. Our roommate is from Nebraska, and he is huge, huge Cornhuskers yeah. fan. And he tried telling us that they just had a tough schedule last yeah. year. Came up they with all did. these reasons. They, which, they, they did. Okay, arguably, mean, yes, they did. But, but it's the Big Ten. You're not really going to have an easy schedule in the no, Big no, Ten. No Big Ten schedule is easy. Yeah. Look at the teams in the conference. Like, what? Eight Almost out of the, half the teams are ranked. I'd say half the teams are ranked. Yeah, Almost more than half. Either. Well, you look at the Gophers. I mean, they got Rutgers this week and then Maryland, um, Maryland next week. 94% favorites but, to win. But it gets, it gets difficult. I mean, you got Penn State at home the following Iowa, Northwestern, yeah. well, Wisconsin. Think about that, though. They can I mean, go, it's tough. They can go eight and zero, and then have a ha- meeting with Penn State and Happy Valley. Right? That, no, it's. Game. I think it's in Minneapolis. I Is think. It? I think they're it's home in versus Penn State. Yep. They're home versus Wisconsin. Oh, they Those are, are home. Wow. The only ones I am. Uh, that's gonna be a good game. They're at Iowa, and that's the only one I'm really mm-hmm. concerned about. Obviously, Penn State. That's gonna be a tough game, but at home helps. It'll face three ranked teams in the last four games. And I wouldn't be shocked if College Game Day is in Minneapolis in two weeks. I God, would be, be either because they're three, at three Rutgers weeks. this week. They're home versus Maryland, then they're, again, home versus Penn State at Iowa, at Northwestern, and then they finish out the season home versus Scani. Mm-hmm. I can see them maybe losing two to Penn State and Iowa. I don't think they're going to lose to Wisconsin. Good so luck. if they beat Wisconsin, then they're in the Big Ten West Championship game. They mm-hmm. would be, yeah. Because they don't you're looking at Wisconsin's else. schedule with Ohio State. I mean, maybe a loss, so then they're one loss. And then, yeah, I mean, if they beat Wisconsin, there's two losses. You have the tiebreaker. So. Yep. I mean, Minnesota's really good. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Obviously, their non-conference schedule wasn't the greatest and kind of squeaked by that unscathed. It was tough, but, I mean, Minnesota's had the benefit of an easy Big Ten schedule, and they're really taking advantage of it. Yeah, and that's something the Pioneer Press pointed out, too. There was an article that I was scrolling through Twitter this morning, and I saw it, and it was, Gophers continue to face backup or inexperienced quarterbacks and win. And did you see what Marquise Gray subtweeted? That's exactly what I was reading. He subtweeted, guess it's hard to praise your own college team without throwing shade, and then guess Gophers win six straight, or Gophers win 34-7 to was too hard to type. Mm -hmm. So since teams play with a backup, our wins don't mean anything. And that's a fair point because at the end of the day, you still have to win a game. Right. You still got to play who you're playing. Exactly. Even if you take a day off, you could still lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, look it's at. It's not uh, their fault they put it back up mm-hmm. quarterback. Well, yeah. Look at uh, Georgia. They lost to South Carolina right. at uh, home. With the right. third string quarterback. Right. Yeah. And they got beat by a third stringer? <laughs> yes. Because. Uh, exactly. Well, Kalinsky was out. Kalinsky came out and he's the second string guy. Wow. I mean, yeah. there goes Georgia's BCS hopes. I don't know about that. Really? You look I, at Georgia's I, schedule, they yeah. got. Next week, they got Kentucky. Week after, they got Georgia in Jacksonville, number nine. Or Florida, you mean? Yeah, what did I say? Georgia, well, because Florida, yeah. Florida. Then they got Missouri, who at the time could be 8 0. And Missouri, Missouri is ranked legit in the top too. 25. Yeah, they're yeah. legit. They're 22, they could be, yeah. They could be 8 0 in that game. And then after that, they got Auburn. So if they win those three games, and then with that, they'll probably make the SEC championship game and face an Alabama or LSU. So if they went out, but they, they, gotta, they got a chance. They got to beat them because right now it's Alabama, LSU, Clemson, and Ohio State they top got a four chance. with Oklahoma knocking on the door at five. I would be surprised if Alabama doesn't make the big, doesn't make the college football playoff. I think really? LSU is better. LSU, I think George is better. Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in college football. I, I would tend to agree. Uh, okay. I mean, I I would not because you got Clemson, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Oklahoma knocking on the door. You know, you got all the Penn State knocking. I mean, yeah. these teams are really really good. I mean, Alabama, you know. I mean, it, it's crazy, but I, I would be, not be shocked if they don't make the college football playoff. And if, like, if you look at Georgia, it's like kind of the thing like 
two or three years ago when Ohio State got blown out mm-hmm. on the road by Iowa. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, you don't deserve to be in the playoff right. if you get blown out on the road by a non ranked team. Or like Penn State three years ago when they lost to Michigan like 44 to 7. Oh, yeah. Like, I you can't, that. you're not playoff material if you're, if you're getting blown out or if you're losing at home to non-ranked teams like that you're not a playoff material team so a debate is is let's say alabama does not make the college football playoff but loses to lsu georgia's one loss they make it they lose to lsu they have so they'd have two losses which losses were south carolina or L- what you know what do you put ahead do you put georgia ahead or do you put alabama ahead? Put if alabama. they don't make the college fo- or if they don't make the sec championship but they, you know, they have one loss. It's to LSU. Do you put Georgia in over them? If they, let's say they win it, let's say they win the SEC championship. Oh, definitely they beat LSU. Yeah, Georgia then. Do you put Georgia yeah. over Alabama? They'll have the uh, the conference title. That's okay. what the uh, playoff predictors. Yeah, are. I agree with Trav on that one. Okay. But I just don't know about that loss, man. It's just like it's a t- it's a yeah. It's I a mean, hard pill to swallow. I'm not inside the hedges. That. That's it's that's a tough your, loss. It's at your it's at home. Yeah, yeah. I'd... To a third string quarterback, like. Shock to the fans. But, hey, we're going to move on to the NFL topics here. And you saw that the Cowboys choked against the Jets, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah. Is Jason Garrett in the hot seat because of this? Not, or not? No doubt. I feel like any Cowboys head no coach doubt. But Jerry Jones has been, like, supporting this dude since, like, his birth. Right. You know, and they're 3-3, three and three, and if they lose next week, he's got to be fired. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I agree. He's having mediocre years with Dak and Zeke, who— I mean, they're still on top of the division. I don't yeah, get... that's a weak division, though. Look at that. Yeah. Eagles are, took division. a step back this year. Kirk Cousins actually beat them. Take a, take that, for instance. They, well, the thing is, this team could still make the playoffs, so we need to well, like, pump the brakes. <laughs> I think they'll be all right. I mean, uh, if you're a Cowboys head coach, I feel like you're always on the hot seat. Yeah. That's just me. America's like, team. Yeah, you're always on the hot seat. But, I mean, I think the Cowboys are figuring out. I don't out. know why people keep praising Dak Prescott, because yeah, I don't I, think he's I'm that not good. really a good... He, I don't think he... Like, doesn't he want to be the highest big quarterback? He does, and he does not deserve no. to be that guy. He's one of those know? guys that benefits from a good line and a good running game. That's the only reason... Because look at last year when Zeke was suspended for, what, half the season? Wasn't even in the tabloids. He was yeah. a non-existent quarterback. Mm-hmm. And now Zeke comes back, and he's making plays, and he's being praised again. He's can like, I also, want to be highest paid. No, yeah. not going to happen. Can we also give some credit to the Jets... Sam Darnold played well that game. Yeah, now they're saying that the, he played well. It's, it's and now they're saying they're going to upset the Patriots Monday night okay, next it's week. Easy, easy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's what ESPN <laughs> is saying and yeah. all that. It's just like no, you're, just because Sam Darnold flashes a good game once in a blue moon after coming back from mono. Okay, props to him. But no, you're just not going to upset the Patriots like that. I'll yep. say this though: the Jets' defense is legit. I mean, they spent a lot of you know fleet on that with Jamal Adams, with Jamal Adams Leonard Williams, Williams. Quinnen Williams. I mean, they've spent a lot of money. First you know, round draft picks on um, that defense. Uh, who's the guy on the outside uh, Twenty uh, cornerback? Uh, oh, uh, Jamal Adams? No. no uh, can't remember his name. But anyways, I mean, they spent a lot of money on these guys and they're they're legit. I think they're a good defense and they, they really shut down the Cowboys for a good majority of that game. Right, and that's on the Cowboys because that's also on Jason Garrett too. Right, going and back another to that. part of that is you have a thirty-year-old Kellen uh, Kellen Moore as your offense coordinator. You know, what I mean, so that that's he, something. wasn't he the backup Go for the Cowboys Boys, last year? Go Boys, he stayed. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I mean, he, this guy's. I think he was a quarterbacks coach for him last year. He, he, he did back up. Though. He's not far yeah. removed from being a cut back. He did back up. No, I think he was cut. Then he's just like, I'm just going to join your coaching yeah. staff, kind of yeah. like uh, what's his name with the Patriots? I forget who it was. They have a former player that just became a linebackers coach. Really good, but. Mike Vrabel? No, he's – I forget who it is. It's He just retired. Yeah. It'll, it'll come to me yeah. eventually. But, you know, the 49ers, though, is 
they're what six and oh five five and oh five and oh they are not for real you don't think they're for real what do you mean i don't think they're for real how explain because i see a very similar team to the five and oh vikings a few years ago okay who were five and oh and we're we were talking i'm sure people were talking the same thing people said yeah they're for real great but you got to move the ball, and I just don't see a good offense with them. I see a really good front, you know, front Their four. Defense is Their defense is really, really Gerard good. Mayo. But That's so what I was thinking of. But, okay, yeah. But so was the Vikings defense a few years ago, and they were 8-8, eight and eight, didn't even make the playoffs. So I don't see them for real, especially in that division, tough division, the Seattle. And, you know, you're more than likely going to get things figured out with the Rams. So I don't think they're for real, but maybe they'll prove me wrong. I don't know. I just don't think Jimmy G's that. I think you need to compare this 49ers team to that Vikings team. I think the 49ers have a major advantage at quarterback. I I, I tend to agree. I mean, Sam Bradford, you know, wasn't that great. And I think Jimmy G's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't disagree with that at all just because he was a tutelage under Tom Brady for a little bit. Look at their schedule. Next week they got the Redskins. Yep. They should win that game. Carolina's Panthers, had, that'll be a good game. They've had game. their struggles, though. Carolina's had yeah. their struggles. Carolina's 4-2, though. They That's only if they – they'll win if the Panthers play Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. That's the only way the 49ers win. Got, Otherwise, it'll be a close game if they, they got Arizona. Arizona should win that game. Yep. And Seattle. Seattle will be a good game. They play Arizona again, yep. and they play Green Bay. Should be Ravens, another good game. Saints, Falcons, Rams. And they passed the test this past weekend. I mean, they beat the Rams in L.A. I mean, basically, it looked like San Francisco with the sea of red there. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty I, funny. You also got to consider the Rams' struggles, too. They haven't really looked that well. Either. But, hey, they that's traded right. for Jalen Ramsey, and they shipped out Marcus Peters. I think that is, in any essence of every trade, that is an upgrade. With that, just, with that trade, what I saw is they expect to win a Super Bowl this year. Giving away two first-round picks oh, and a fourth-round pick. For Jalen Ramsey. For Jalen Ramsey. And they got a linebacker in return for Marcus right, Peters. I, right. I don't know. I've that, always heard Marcus Peters is cancer in the locker room. I don't doubt that. I like, think you could say the same about Jalen Ramsey. That's what I said, too. So I was kind of like, I don't know why we I got I guess they're the just same. banking on his on-field rather than his off-field. You know? As... Talent. Look at the uh, Patriots with Michael Bennett. Do you hear that situation? Yeah. Suspended yeah. for a game because of a philosophical disagreements mm-hmm. with his coach. When it's actually about playing time, he had like limited snaps. When he's on the field, he's doing good. Yeah. But he's just very outspoken and not adapting to the Patriots' way. I'm not obviously not in that situation. I don't know everything about it. But with that being said, you know it's just when you are a cancer in the locker room, you're not going to play. And then when you speak out about it, you're going to get benched. And I guess we'll see if that happens with Jalen Ramsey. I, I doubt it will because you don't trade for a person to sit him. Right. And, I mean, he expect, I don't know who the Rams have this week, but you expect to play him cornerback probably a lot easier to adapt to a system than, say, a wide receiver quarterback. Yeah. Especially if you're uh, just a specific corner spot guy. And now the Rams have to sign the kid, right? Because I think he's, he's still a... on his rookie contract. Yeah. He... So that, that's money. I mean, they don't. I don't know if they can afford that's a they lot have of the Falcons. Really. And he's going to be wanting to be like the, one of the higher paid corners well, in the league. Because you look he wants at, to be the top You look one. at Jared Goff got paid. I mean, yeah. Andrew Whitworth's still there. You know, Brandon Todd Cook, Aaron Donald. Todd Gurley, Aaron Donald. I mean, these guys, they don't have. So they basically, that's what I mean. They, they basically traded two first-round picks to win a Super Bowl this year. I don't think they're that good to win a Super Bowl this year so you better hope that something happens with yeah Jaylen i don't know how their salary cap is working but they it, can't have that much money to pay this kid they're trying to make a super team like nba right but it's just it's that doesn't different. work in football no it's different but moving on to the nba do we have any predictions for this year is the zion is zion williamson gonna be good or i think he'll win rookie of the year yeah you think he'll win yeah. rookie of the year rj barrow probably be a close second yeah probably. that duke squad i heard uh cam ruddish is probably one of 
He's the players' poll said he's going to win rookie of the year. He's one of the better shooters in the draft. I think he was. Even the though best he had a the very reddish go to again, Atlanta. Oh yeah, the yep. Hawks. Yeah. The Which Hawks had a really good draft, by the way. I don't know if that was brought up, but DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish yeah, are they, really good. Because especially that Dallas pick. Yeah. Man, they yeah. Hawks are gonna be scary for a long time. Yeah. But, I mean, so are so are the Pelicans. Pelicans did really, really good this offseason. There's off a joke going around the locker room because they signed JJ Reddick this yeah. offseason and yeah. JJ Reddick ever since he's been drafted Never hasn't missed the playoffs, missed the playoffs yeah. and he told Zion, Don't mess this up for me. I don't know if they make the playoffs this year. Next year, for sure. Because they are, but they got really good players in Lonzo Ball, you know, Brandon that, Ingram. That Anthony Josh Davis Hart. trade was. It was a, it I'm was surprised a, they didn't get Kuzma out of that, too. I really am. Yeah, I mean, but they, they, asked, they did really good. They asked for Los Angeles's mother and their father right. in that and trade. Got and they got, got the kids along yeah, with it, too. Yeah. I mean, but. I don't. I don't know if he wins rookie of the year. I don't know. I really. I think don't it'll know. be an interesting thing to it's, watch. It's gonna be interesting because there's guys that are gonna. You know, I think Zion's probably obviously gonna start. Oh, hundred you percent. Know, so, I mean, you don't. So is probably R.J. Barrett. So is probably DeAndre Hunter. So these guys are always gonna start. You know, so I think he's gonna be really good. Oh. I just can't wait to uh, see Zion on Sports Center every day for the next couple months. Yeah, for the next twenty years, you mean, Trav? Yeah. <laughs> But how about the Warriors ever since KD left? Do you think they're going to be a little bit different with D'Lo instead? I I think so. I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to be worse, but I don't think they'll be shooting as many threes, I guess. I think they're going to shoot know. more threes. You think so? I think so, because that's who they are. That's, yeah. But the thing is, Clay's. I think he's out for a majority of this year because yeah, of his torn ACL in the finals. Keys, yeah. But just looking at that squad, they're, they're not going to have a whole lot of difference because they still have Steph Curry. They yeah. still have Draymond. Yeah. But they got rid of Iggy over the offseason, too, yeah. for salary cap. It's yeah. just, they're a new look. They I mean, really with, are. With, you know, D'Angelo Russell, I mean, he just doesn't fit in that team. I just don't see the fit with Do you with think he should have gone to Minnesota I instead? I think he should have, yeah. But the, problem, sweet. but the problem was is Thibodeau, you know, uh, I'm a diehard Timberwolves fan. So a few years ago, we paid Jeff T. We paid Jim yeah. Butler. We paid yep. Taj Gibson. We paid all these guys. It's a like salary cap issue. And if you have the salary cap, he's a Timberwolf because yep. him and Carl Anthony Towns are really good friends. And mm-hmm. I think you're looking at it, at the Timberwolves as a playoff team. Oh, absolutely. You know, this year with Jarrett Culver coming in. I mean, yep. so that's the bummer to these to hiring Thibodeau was he went after his old know, guys. So the Timberwolves, I guess you could yeah, call it. Yep. And, and now – you don't have D'Angelo Russell because of it, and I think he would have looked really good in the Timberwolves uniform. The I only, think he wanted to. Oh, 100%. You know, because he took a visit. You know, that's a whole other thing. Take him to L.A. for a visit. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why that was, but it would have been interesting. And who knows? Maybe he gets traded at the trade deadline. I think that's been some of the talk is yeah. he might get traded. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Do you think they should move on from Andrew Wiggins? Yes, but who's going to take him? Yeah, because they, no one wants that. that. He's on a max is, deal, and he's right. underperforming. That contract isn't... And with new coaching staff, maybe he shoots less mid-range, more threes, and gets to the Well, his more. game is slash, right. and he's really good at dunking, don't right. get me wrong. Right. But he's not a shooter. He thinks he is. He's not cat. You know, he's he's probably 35% from the three-point line. I don't. he shoots a lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, he shoots 15, 20 times a game, and he's making seven or eight of them. Yeah. You know, or five or – you know, so – Sounds like Russ Westbrook. Him and <laughs> – yeah, right. But him and cat – should be one of the better duos in the league. And but they're not. Carl Anthony Towns does a lot that Wiggins was supposed to do, if that makes sense. Yep. You know, I mean, Cat takes a lot of shots, and he's a really good three-point shooter. But I, I don't know. I think you should get rid of him, but I just don't know who's going to take him. 
pennies you know, on the dollars. What can you get gonna, for him? That's the thing. Pennies on the dollars. What you right, get and for you're him. not going to do that because no. he still is young. He's still 20. Oh, he's got a tremendous upside still. Right. It's just, will you find the right fit in the correct right. system? Right. That's what he is. He, coming out of college, he is really good in Kansas right. because they played all around his right. strengths. And he had Joel Embiid with Oh, yeah. You know, so. Having that guy in right. your team, right. I'm surprised they didn't win at all. But. Speaking of Russell Westbrook, how about the Rockets? I don't know how they'll be. I don't know, but I can tell you I'm going to watch the Lakers play the Bulls in Chicago in the beginning of November. I really want to see the Rockets mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. Chicago because I was really curious to see how Harden and mm-hmm. Russ would play together. I don't know because Houston's philosophy was shoot threes, kind yep. of like Golden State. Yep. They bring in Russell Westbrook, who cannot do that consistently, right. if at all. I think he's, what, a 25% career three-point shooter? No, it's probably better than that, but I mean, he's He ain't not, more than 32. Yeah, he ain't he ain't better than that. I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting Give fit. or take, you know, a couple percentage points, but that just doesn't make yeah. sense for a trade. I, I don't understand that trade at all. And I don't even know what they gave up for it. I don't think it was Chris that Paul much. and right. a draft pick right. or two. But they expected to trade Chris Paul, I think, and oh, yeah. flip him. So it'll be interesting. I don't think the Rockets would be as good this year. I think it's the Nuggets conference to lose. I think the Nuggets the are the Nuggets? best team in that conference. I, I, that. I, I really wish to this day the Timberwolves drafted Jamal Murray over Chris Dunn. Remember yeah. that? Remember that? Yeah. Jamal Murray literally is like, I want to play a cat. I mm-hmm. want to come here. Mm-hmm. And then Thibodeau is just like, mm, no, we're going to go draft Chris Dunn because he plays and better I defense. Don't, I, didn't, I, never, I like Chris Dunn because I think he was, you know, he's what, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six Great guy. defender. Yeah. I mean, really good defender. Just and that's couldn't put it together offensively. Wanted, but Jamal Murray is, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. I think he's going to, he's a really, really, really good player. Yeah, Nugget's definitely a dark horse in the West, though. Definitely I can see a dark horse. that. You know, probably them and the Blazers, I think. You know, Ooh, and everyone's yeah. gonna everyone's gonna take the Lakers. I just don't see it. I think LeBron's on his decline. I think I'm, he's still really good. I don't think the Lakers are the best team in LA. I think the Clippers are. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Well, the yeah. Clippers—they're literally saying it's their championship to lose this year. Yeah. Once I, Paul George comes back healthy. Yeah. Good luck with Kawhi. Like, Kawhi and Paul George—that is a combination I didn't expect to see. That's a weird combo. I mean, it really is. I mean, really same position, right? No, I mean, yeah. They're both really three guards, so. Or at the forward spot, so it's an interesting. It's an interesting. Thing. I'm just glad there's more life in the West now instead of just the Golden State takeover. Like yeah, it's been last because all the focus is shifting to the West as it always has been because of Golden State. But the East is still up for grabs. I think it's Boston's to lose this year. Even so? Boston, even Milwaukee? with Philadelphia and all the talent they have with how Horford they just signed. It's. I think it's a collision course for Milwaukee I'm Philly. Yeah. I mean, Giannis, Philly's yeah. really good. Tobias Harris is one of my favorite players. I love that guy. He's a really good player. I mean, yeah. what they got from for the Clippers was an absolute steal. You know, they got no, Al Horford. They have Joel Embiid. You know, I just don't know how Al Horford and Joel Embiid are going to play together. They, yeah, they do the same thing. Fair. They do the you same know. thing, and you can't have them at a four. I mean, I don't think you can f- overgo the Heat either. I think the Heat will be okay. Nah, with uh, they're not. They'll be an eight I mean, seed with like a five hundred record. It'll be interesting. Tyler Harrow's gonna be a good rookie. Dude so. can shoot. You think the Raptors will still be relevant? No, I think they will. No. I th- I th- it, they I looked decent last good. year without Kawhi yeah. when Kawhi was I, out I and they rested Kawhi. But the question is, do they want to pay Spicy P the max contract? Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. I I don't know. I guess that's for upper management. He could be the next Jimmy Butler. Could be, but will he be? But moving on to the MLB here. So we're going to overview of last night games. The Astros beat the Yankees, so they're up 2-1 on the series. But the highlight I want to point out is the Nats swept the Cardinals in the NLCS. Ryan Zimmerman was the very first draft pick in Nationals history, fourth overall. Very first World Series appearance for the franchise and for him. Are they going to win it? Yep. They have the pitching for it. They, they definitely have the pitching for it. But if they play it. Houston, they also – it's if. 
I think Houston's going to beat I'm, New York. I'm excited if that if that actually that is, happens. This will be probably my favorite World Series ever. Underdog with the number two wildcard team, or are they the number one? They're number one. They were the number one. The team was on the brink of losing. They were they were twelve games under five hundred. I like, think in the middle of the season, they were down three one, right? Or yeah. Something against the Brewers. They were they were oh, as a bases loaded. That's because of that error. Yeah, they made an error though. Like, they were they were this close from getting knocked out of the playoffs. Oh, one hundred percent. Now they're in the World Series. Unbelievable comeback. Well, not only that, but they got to go beat the Dodgers, who everyone thought would win a World Series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Dodgers should wins. I mean that. Look at that team. Look at the prospects right. they even brought up and kept on right. the playoff roster. Right. They still beat them. I think the Nats are the best team in the playoffs. I they're, the they're definitely the hottest. They're hottest, hundred percent. Trout. I mean, I'm taking Max Scherzer and uh, Strasburg. Strasburg looked good too Patrick last night. Patrick Corbin any day of the week. And then with you that have lineup. playoff Anibal Sanchez. That right. no no in the first right. game all through seven. Former twin a little for a little bit. By yeah. The way. Was he really? Yeah. yeah. In spring training I think, last year. Yeah. Oh, spring. Lance Lynn came in and kicked him to the curb. Yeah. Anthony Rendon is he the MVP this year, Greg? I think uh, he he's got a better stat line than Belly. Hundred percent. He's he's been playing so well this year. I'm that, glad he wasn't even talked about because it's all between Yelich and Bellinger. Yeah, and Bellinger. But then everyone's like, "Oh, hey, look at Anthony Rendon's stat line. He's, he's doing quietest, better quietest than Cody Bellinger. Yeah. He's a, probably the most underdog. He has, MVP. He has more like everything else category wise except for home runs. Oh, like otherwise it's speaking Eric, of Rendon, Rendon, free agent this year, and I think he'd look really, really good in a Twins uniform. Yeah, too bad yeah. they don't want to spend any money. So the they have seventy five million in their supposed cap room. Supposedly, because if it, you could move Sano to first, I think that'd be a good idea. Rendon at third, and then have Cruz DH. I mean, right? That'd be potent. But, but I heard they also the Nash, can the Nationals afford to lose him? I don't think so well, because they already they lost afforded Harper. to lose Bryce Harper, and right. look what happened. They, oh, and Bryce, they, we're gonna bring a championship back to Philadelphia. Right. He said DC in his introduction speech. That's the funniest thing. That. Now they're actually yeah. gonna do it. But Tucker, the Twins are going to try and get Garrett Cole, who I believe is also a free agent. He ain't coming here because he's. I mean, I, they're going to try. I, he's going to be wearing think, pinstripes next year. I think you, or I think he'll be an angel next year. Think so? Yeah, because he's from he's from I, California. I guess, yeah. um, but I think you offer him eight years, you know, whatever, two forty five yeah. million, and you make him say no. You yeah. Know? So I mean, yeah. And then we're going to wrap it up here with the end of our episode. I want to say thanks for tuning in to Season 3, Episode 4 of Calling an Audible. You can catch us debating, laughing, and having fun all season long with our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter, at CallAudiblePod, for updates, as well as links to our full episodes. For my co-host, Trav, our very special guest, Hunter. And for myself, thanks for listening, and we will see you again in our next episode. Calling an Audible is made possible through the assistance of the University of Minnesota Crookston Media Services Department and executive producer James Pogachnik. The views expressed on Calling an Audible are not necessarily the views of the University of Minnesota Crookston or its affiliates.